money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. That is great. And we've been having a little bit of a, uh, um, I'm going to say, um, uh, I don't even know what to, to call it, a disagreement. It's not quite a disagreement, but I came into the studio today and we have a piece of paper in between us and I am fully convinced there's a number on the piece of paper and it's a number nine and you are saying it's something different and I we have to resolve this before we even get into the home key, uh, housekeeping and where you can find the no, podcast. No, 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 no. Well, I, it's a six, but yeah. you still need to tell people who we okay, are because I'll, now you've like totally opened this can of worms mm-hmm, before okay. even the show starts. Well, we were in the conversation and then, you know, Will said it's time to go and, and hit the button. So, uh, you know, you're the one who brought the paper. You wrote this number down and you're not seeing it properly. Okay. But anyway, we'll get to that. OK, so, well, welcome to the show. This is the show where David and Reb talk about the hard issues around money. And we are having open. some conflict this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so sit down, grab a cup of coffee, maybe a piece of paper and write on the piece of paper number nine because that's what I'm looking at when I look at this piece of paper in front of us. Uh, and uh, if you uh, you need to review one of our uh, previous podcasts to show that Reb and I really do love each other, and yes. uh, then you can find all of that at chri.ca, notmine.ca, and morethanenough.ca. That they all have the players, so you can just click and listen. Or, or you can go to your favorite podcasting platform. We're on iTunes and Spotify and, and all kinds of, of other ones. So... Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Let's resolve this uh, conflict maybe a little bit, Rip. I, I don't know if it's a... I, I don't even I don't know what to call it. I don't know why you brought it in. Why would you... Why would you put a... Why would you draw a number six on a white piece of paper and then ask me what number it says? Well, because... Anyway, the why is not important. It's a nine that's on the piece of paper, and that's what's important. It's a six. Okay. So why don't you come to my side of the table or maybe I'll, you know what, I'll be, I'll come to your side of the table and we'll look at it. So, you know, I'm coming over and you're right. It does kind of look a little bit like a six when I look at it from your perspective. Yeah, because it's a six. Come over to my side and please tell me I'm not wrong because I don't (laughs) feel like I'm wrong. Because when I come back to my side and look at it, it but is why definitely does a nine. Why does have to be both right and wrong anyway? That's well, a because whole I'm other... right. No, <laughs> you're not. Okay. Okay. From your perspective, it is a nine. I see that. Okay. But why? But why did you bring this in? So I go back to the why. What are we talking about here? Well, we're, I mean, it started from this discussion of of often we will will come into our money conversations. And, you know, oh, I'm because right. This is about money. This is right? about money. Right. <laughs> and I'm right. This is the way you spend money. <laughs> and and, you know, this is this is the way that's going to go. And so, you know, and then I get into the conversation with you and and you're like, no, I'm right. And and this is the way it's going to go. And 
then we have a little bit of tension. So today I thought, well, I'm going to prove my point that if I put this piece of paper in front of you, um, it's a nine from my perspective. And oh, look at that. It's, it's a, a six, six from, from, my... from your perspective. So, so here's the thing. We haven't, you haven't come to me in a money conversation saying, I'm right, we're doing it my way in a long time. So to be honest, this is a very foreign thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I can't remember when you said that to me last. So, which is a really great blessing. But for those of you listeners out there who maybe have some conflict in relationships, whether it's with your parents, whether it's with your spouse or, or your kids, mm-hmm. you're trying, you're seeing something that they're not seeing and they're, they're, you know, I'm thinking and they're of, not seeing it from your perspective. Right. Either. And I'm actually thinking, you know, some we get some calls from parents concerned about the finances of their kids and their kids don't seem too worried about it um, while the parents are. It's just different perspectives. So, oh, my goodness. How do you? Yeah. Like, so we're talking about this today because we want to encourage you mm. um maybe not to be stubborn um <laughs> encourage you that that it's not about right and wrong mm. it's just a different perspective dave often says lately i've been picking this one up from him because he has these sayings you guys know if you've listened to us long enough he has certain sayings like spend what you plan and plan what you spend and did i say that right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh you a little know bit backwards but it's okay. said, plan okay. what you spend and then go wrong spend all what the you time plan. but he says we shouldn't put a moral um, assessment on money. Money mm. is a tool. And sometimes we talk about it being a bad decision or a good decision. Maybe I love, I love this actually, David, that you've put words to it like, well, maybe that was a necessary decision, a necessary purchase mm. or a necessary debt mm. and, a, and an unnecessary purchase. Um, those words necessary and unnecessary seem to have a little less flame to them as good and bad. And when we come into relationship, how we communicate is super important. Mm. But all of this discussion that we're having over perspective, over this number, six mm-hmm. is it a nine, depending on where you stand, um, is all to do in this season. Um, some things that we're discovering about um, the people that come to us at More Than Enough Financial for coaching or for tax help or for mortgage help Um other coaching um, organizations that we've just been vaguely talking to just say, what are you finding with folks out there in, at the end of the second year of pandemic stuff? You know, how are people processing? What's the capabilities to adapt or be flexible? And we've come up with this phrase that one of our entrepreneur friends gave us uh, a few weeks ago, and that was decision paralysis. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think that's a that's kind of a new new idea. I don't think I don't think it's a new idea. I mean, we've heard that before, uh, but I think it's so prevalent now. Uh, and usually, you know, again, this this idea of decision paralysis comes out of you know sometimes there's too many options. And so you, you, you can't make a decision. So you've got all these options going on and you're like, ah, oh, I just, I just don't know which is the right one. So you don't make a decision. That's a little bit of a decision paralysis. Another little aspect of decision paralysis comes from, I just don't have capacity 
to actually think through the decision making process. And that's what we're, we're really been talking about the last as we come out of COVID. What we're seeing just, uh, as a, an observation is, is that a lot of people are going, I, I just don't have capacity to think through what maybe I could before, you know, again, but just having difficulty thinking through a, a decision-making process. And so they, again, don't make a decision. And when it comes to money, that can be really detrimental. You know, okay, I, you know, I get told by the, the, the mechanic that I need snow or snow tires next year. And I'm going, it just, it's just another thing on the pile. And, and I just can't figure out what I'm going to do so I don't do anything. And really, the, the response should be, hey, we have to figure out how we can, you know, move 200 bucks or 100 bucks a month aside so that we can save up. So we have, you know, 400 bucks four months from now. And that should be, in a sense, a bit the decision making. But we just we just don't have capacity to do it. So we don't make it. And then that buying tires in four months becomes a an emergency it becomes a crisis and then it becomes an issue of what we've talked about perspective then mm -hmm. then it amps up and then one of us stands on one side one another is on the other side and says well this is a six or this is a nine this is super important and the other person saying well this isn't as important we'll just drive with tires like that because mm -hmm. you know or it's more important for me to buy flowers for my garden and you're saying well no it's not it's more important to have tires that we need in four mm -hmm. months and we need to save up that money and and how do we navigate this, these decision making things that amp up and ramp up and then cause us, um, conflict? Yeah. Um, and, and, or, or we're just not facing it then, right? It's because it's conflict. We just don't want to go there. So we just avoid it like crazy. So right. we, so today. And sometimes the, you know, again, the, you know, in, 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 even in the simple example we used as we started the show, by the way, Reb and I are in great shape. We're not arguing over a six and a nine, but, <laughs> but the, the, the idea here is, is that sometimes the, the, the conflict is really over something quite simple. Uh, and, and the reason there's conflict is, is because I'm not willing to come over to your side and say, okay, let's look at this from Reb's perspective and see all of the things that you're juggling and all of the things that are going on in your mind and all of the things that you're, that you're thinking through. And so your response to me is, is, you know, dig in your heels and just kind of say, this is the way I see it. I, I just, I can't see it any other way. And of course, I'm in the same mode. And so there's all the things going through my brain and my head and all of that. And so I look at it and I go, this is a simple solution. It's a nine. And so get on my side, Reb. And so you can see how that simple, uh, what, what really shouldn't cause conflict, but we dig in our heels and we go, I'm just going to look at it from my own perspective and then a decision's not made and then a decision can't be made we're still in a disagreement on whether it's a six or nine or one of us goes and makes the decision spends the money or not and then there's more conflict and more fallout um or or one one of us is in is in paralysis mm -hmm. and just like fine do what you want 
Right. Mm-hmm. So yes. we have those kind of comments too. But but we want to get to actually there's five things related to scripture. Because now that everybody's stressed out and, I, and I uh, yeah. there's five things that we've mm. kind of pointed out based on the word of God. Mm. Um and as Dave said, so we just want to tell people, listeners, to reassure them that we don't make all this stuff up. So mm. we we have been going to the Lord for some of our um, our our own advice that we need and wisdom. We mm. do go to the Lord for that. And so today we're going to point out um, five things and five um, scriptures that go with them. So if you are taking notes or whatever, you can write these down in mm. your journal or um, I'm sure in the show notes, I'll have them on our website when it's posted. So the first one we just want to focus on is trust in the Lord. And a lot of us in the Christian church know this verse because it's been quoted at us since we were babies. Mm-hmm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your uh, path straight. I mean, the next verse is also great. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Mm-hmm. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. I mean, the, and this is why, since you know, if you've been in the church, this is why this verse is actually so popular because it is so powerful. If we simply could apply this verse to our lives, I mean, just you spent a whole life, you know, your whole life trying to apply this simple what what is two verses, very simple into into our lives and going it's i can hear it but to to actually implement it to actually put it into practice um is much more difficult well and i hear i hear the you know when we're in decision paralysis and struggling sometimes just sorting through mentally how do i trust the lord how Mm -hmm. do i not lean on my own understanding i'm just anxious and fearful Mm -hmm. and so you know we can just say prayers that are like Help me, Jesus. Help Mm -hmm. us with this financial decision. Mm -hmm. We're not in the same place. Help us. We want to trust you. We want to lean on what you're saying, but how do we do this? And then, and then this leads to the next one, which is waiting. Absolutely. Right. And, and you've got some verses from Psalm, which just read them out, Reb, because uh, we don't really want to comment a whole lot. Certainly, foundationally, if we can just come to the Lord and say, Lord, I trust you. Your word says that I can trust you. So I'm going to trust you. I got that from Proverbs three and now Psalm 27. Okay, so I'm going to read a few verses before the key one. Um, it says in verse 11, Psalm 27, 11 to 14, Teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn, and don't think your spouse is the oppressor here, please. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Sometimes we're our own oppressor. Um and the lies we believe. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, breathing out violence. And I read that verse and I hear my own thoughts there. Like sometimes my own thinking is my greatest enemy and I believe stuff that's not true Mm -hmm. um, about myself, about my spouse, about my financial situation. So lead us in a straight path because of our thinking, Lord, because we don't always have it we're not quite together in our heads, but 
But one thing, I am still confident of this. We can declare this over ourselves. We can speak it out. Even if we don't feel super confident, speaking it out loud, like actually being in your bedroom, um, say it out loud with me if you're, if you're re-listening to this show. I'm still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Mm. Even if you're in conflict, you might not necessarily feel like praying with your spouse or your kids or your parents, um, but you can actually grab a hold of their hand and say, you know what? Let's wait on the Lord for this decision. We're not in agreement. It takes a lot to say that. Dave and I have had to force ourselves. Yeah. You Force this yourself. Is, this is a decision say, you make. Because it's it's the decision you have to make. You have to make. So what you do is, even though you're feeling, you know, might be feeling anger and you've been disagreeing, touch touch Mm -hmm. the person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you touch and get close, and um, I just grabbed Dave's hands in the Mm -hmm. studio, you know, and you say, "This is hard. We're not in agreement, Mm -hmm. but let's commit to wait on God." And let's be strong and take heart and wait on the Lord. And then you know what you do as you're waiting, because it's kind of an act of waiting sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. you still do the dishes, you still make, make, you know, the bill payments that you are in agreement on. Mm -hmm. Um, You pay the minimum fee on your banking uh, credit cards. And and you then you also go focus on your relationship. As you wait, if you're in conflict with whoever it is you're in conflict with, um, you go and spend some time on your relationship. Mm -hmm. So you remind each other, you remind you why you love your kids, you remind Mm -hmm. your spouse why you fell in love with them in the first place, and you just leave that decision. You You don't box it, you don't bury it. But now that decision is not determining your relationship. You are determining that your relationship is going to be brave and strong as you wait on the Lord, and you are going to be confident that God's goodness is going to lead you, but right now it's just not clear. Mm -hmm. And that's super important, and I can say that, David, you and I have had to do this. Of course, and and, you know, again, I'm going to speak to this. Sometimes it is actually super clear to you. You're like... You know, okay, I'm like, it's a Reb, it's a nine, right? <laughs> like, like it's super clear. We still, uh, again, we can trust the Lord in the waiting. Now, that doesn't mean, uh, again, when we talk about this decision paralysis, this is, you know, what you're saying is, is uh, we're not running away from it. We're not not making a decision just because we can't, we're actually deciding that we're going to trust the Lord and that we're going to wait on him to show us what the next thing is that we need to do. You and I have done this in our business Mm -hmm. over and over again. David will see it one way and I will see it another. And we submit to one another under the Lord Mm -hmm. and we submit to the Lord and we know that we're a team and that we're stronger together as a team. And um, sometimes we have to wait till it becomes a more clear and sometimes we we mesh halfway we both take a little step halfway in the end sometimes i'm like oh yeah dave that's w- you're right in the end or sometimes he says oh man yeah in this season we've got to do it what you're the way you're saying and whatever your issue is that we've done it mm-hmm. and it and I, I i know it's not a formula but it is and it to wait on the lord and to focus on each other and love each other in the midst of the indecisiveness and the conflict it's possible to work on your relationship and not have that decision um dictate 
where you're at. So and then, I, and I, I, I just want to I just want to say too, um, looking at the things that you can agree on. Again, remember we're talking about finances, and and there are some things where you can say, okay, can we agree that we need to pay? you know, a minimal amount to this, this creditor where we're not in agreement. I think we should pay the whole thing off and just get rid of it. And you're like, no, we shouldn't do that. Okay. Right. Well, can we agree somewhere? And and that's, that's a great, great mm-hmm. question to ask in the middle of the waiting is, can we agree that we should do this? Can we agree that we should make this payment? Can we agree that we're not going to make a payment and and suffer the consequences yeah. of that together? Even that is a, where are the places where you can actually agree? And and you know you may not be get an answer on that. The the next point what we're going to talk about is is sometimes in the waiting you actually need to sleep. Well, and the next, um, because we have so much to say about all these points. Psalm 3 is a great um, verse. Oh, Lord, how many are my foes? How many have risen up against me? Many are saying of him, God will not deliver him. In the midst of the indecisiveness and the paralysis and the, and the conflict over, over, with whom, whoever you're doing it with could be your business partner mm-hmm. for, for all of that as an entrepreneur. Um, but you're saying you're hearing the voice. Ah, they'll never, you'll never find a resolution to this. Don't believe it. Because according to Psalm three, you can go to Psalm three and say, but you, Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glorious one. You are the one that lifts my head and lifts up the head of the one I'm in conflict with. To the Lord, we will cry to you and you answer from your holy hill. Then it says this beautiful verse. I lie down and sleep. I awake again because the Lord sustains me. I will not fear when 10,000 rise up against me on every side. Arise, O Lord, and deliver me, for you have struck my enemies on the jaw. You've broken the mouth of the teeth of the wicked. From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. This is a great psalm when you're in the midst and you're like, I think I need more rest, which leads to the other one where we're talking about eating and resting. And in Matthew 11, Jesus says to us, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take and that's my- all in the midst of, oh, there's there's another decision to make. Oh, there, there's yes. another, oh, there's another thing that's just invaded my brain. And again, when we're talking about couples or you're just talking about decisions you have to make on your own if you're single, you know, uh, it, it's especially um, important to go, okay, I can trust the Lord. I can trust that. And I'll that, lean in on him that I can, wisdom. I can trust on him, that I can wait. I can wait for the Lord to actually speak to me. I can wait. I can bring this thing. And, and again, just what you read from Psalm 3, you know, I can do that. And in the middle of the waiting and the asking and, and the I, I can be at rest. I'm actually invited by God to, to be at rest, that my soul would be refreshed and at rest in the midst of, and I mean, Psalm 3 is a great psalm for, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in there. Right. Because and I think stuff. some of us feel that in the climate oh, that we're living in. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's yes. a lot of stuff. You know, we've got sickness. We've got aging parents. We've got children who are struggling in school because of what's happened. Like so much. And you guys are feeling it and we're feeling it. And we're counseling ourselves today in the wisdom of the Lord. David and I are taking this 
podcast to heart as well. Mm -hmm. You know what? There are many who are rising up against me. My own thoughts are rising against me. The lies of the enemy are rising against me. What the world tells me is important is rising against me. And yet this scripture says, I can lie down and sleep for and awaken for the Lord sustains me. I can go to Christ because he says he's going to exchange this indecisive stuff, this burden that I'm carrying for his gentle yoke. Mm-hmm. Now, how does he do that? You know, only by doing it, only by trying, because you can go and be stressed out and still come away from time with the Lord in stress. Mm-hmm. Um, but keep going, keep, keep reading these scriptures out loud over yourself for he is our deliverer. Now we want to get into the next one. So we're trusting, we're waiting, um, we're resting, we're sleeping, we're pressing into Jesus, and we're also going for wise counsel. Yeah. And wise counsel looks like a couple of different things, right? So we've been talking about scripture. Um, Yes. In your waiting, Absolutely. The Lord's going to speak to us through scripture. We have so many scripture in Rebski. You're going to read one in a minute that just talks about, hey, this, the, the, we can look to God through scripture and scripture is going to speak to us. But we also can look around and say, hey, I've got a dilemma. And, and whether you're a couple, whether you're single, doesn't really matter. Um, but getting up and sharing that with someone and saying, I need somebody from a, a different perspective. I need somebody to maybe somebody that you trust, especially if we're talking about finances and a financial decision, somebody that you trust to say, okay, well, have you considered that you should do this or how, you know, maybe, uh, so there's an intentional you going out to, to seek wise counsel. And I know so many times in our lives, somebody has spoken a word unknown to them and, and it's spoken wise counsel into us. And, and, you know, we're having a conversation and all of a sudden I'm looking at Reb going, like, are you hearing this? Right. Like, you know, we've been talking between the two of us about mm-hmm. a decision or, or we're waiting on the Lord. And then all of a sudden, like the Lord speaks through someone. Sometimes they know. Sometimes the people come have come to us and said, hey, I had a dream. Hey, I was praying for you or I was thinking of you and and the Lord sharing this. And I want to share this with you. We have some great people that that will do that for us. But sometimes it's just been we've been out in the community and somebody said a word and I'm like, oh, my goodness, like, oh, that just- is just the Lord speaking through somebody yeah, uh, in know. our in in the church community, you know, people speak wisely in their own experience, their testimonies, and you glean from that. So there's three proverbs. proverbs we got a few 11, minutes left, so I'm going to let you speak the okay. three proverbs there. Proverbs 11 verse 14 says, "Where there is no guidance, the people fall, but in abundance of counselors there is victory." Proverbs 15:22, "Without consultation plans are frustrated, but with counselors they succeed." Proverbs 19, 20 to 21, listen to counsel and accept discipline that you may be wise the rest of your days. Many plans are in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. Mm. And you have to find trustworthy counsel. There is no doubt it has to be good counsel. Mm -hmm. There's lots of bad counsel out there. Um, Trustworthy counsel where people are um, fostering their relationship with the Lord. And I will plug more than enough coaching right now. Mm. Um, We have a team of people who 
offer wise counsel in light of their walk with God um, and lead you in good question asking to discover some of the decisions that you need to make. And we do that on more than enough coaching. And if you need someone to be accountable to, want regular cash flow questions, like the practical nitty gritty of getting out of debt, please call our office. We're managing day to day stuff. I mean, yes, yes. getting out of debt is part of it. and, And yes, like... If you even need a, hey, this is what we're considering and and we'd like to share kind of the full story and and one of the coaches can can listen and and, and feedback. And help you and, navigate, bring the person you're in conflict with. It, that's a really vulnerable thing. And and they'll help you see the six or the nine or 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 looking from a different perspective. It we need each other. We need community. We need the encouragement of these sound words and wise counsel of the Lord. So Lord, I just thank you for today. I thank you that you give us direction in your word so that you don't leave us in paralysis. Um that no matter where we're at, you take us as we are and you lead us. You are with us. You stand with us and you, and you say to us from Isaiah, you know what? This is the way. Walk in it. So Lord, I pray that you, we would hear you and that we would, um, have the, um, perseverance to keep obeying and doing the next right thing. And I pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. And just one other resource as we just wrap up here. If you're like, hey, I don't really know in the terms of the practical how to pay off debt, you know, go to our YouTube channel. Let's talk money with Dave and Reb. You can see the financial fitness seminar. It's a great overview of, you know, how to practically make some decisions. Um, these ones will just get get the momentum going for you. So uh, I'll leave you with that and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.